Before we jump into our stories, let's talk about our sponsors quickly. We got three sponsors today. KY Innovation is the state's uh, innovation program. They sponsor all types of initiatives and projects to make the state more innovative and support entrepreneurs and people doing cool work. So check out KY Innovation. Render Capital is a venture capital firm uh, based in Louisville. Uh, they're a great partner of ours um, and they run all types of programs to help entrepreneurs um, with education. And then of course, obviously with capital in the state of Kentucky in the surrounding area. So check out Render Capital. They have a great URL, it's render.capital. And lastly, we got Bolt Marketing, a great marketing firm based in Lexington. Their focus is to help you as an entrepreneur focus. So they can take marketing off of your mind. They make great websites, they made ours. They do social media, they do video. Uh, so they can focus on promoting your company and you can focus on running it. So thank you to Bolt Marketing and to all of our sponsors. But let's dive in today. Let's jump in with our first uh, story being about this platform that we're currently streaming on, Instagram. Instagram has been in the news a lot this week. Uh, Kylie Jenner posted on her Instagram story. It was like, keep Instagram Instagram or something like that, um, saying that it's changed and she wants it to be what it once was. Evan, do you want to dive in a little bit there? Yeah, I mean, uh, Instagram is testing their feed and trying to see how much they can fit into the feed that you don't follow. And they're mm -hmm. also trying to see how much people like shorts and reels and they're trying to fit those things and completely change the feed. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but whenever you scroll, it's a full screen scroll and um, they're really trying to just compete with TikTok at this point. Um, I would be interested to see the numbers. I don't know if you know the numbers, Nate, but um, it feels like they've already lost to TikTok when it comes to the reels and the short form mm -hmm. video. Um, and now they're trying to play catch up and, and see what they can do to change their users' behaviors. So I don't know what you what you know about that. Yeah, I'm looking up the the users right now. So I think I think this is one piece that's very uh, be real isn't even on here, which we'll talk about. Um, so I think I think this is one piece that's very um, lost in this conversation is people are saying like Instagram is losing to TikTok and they're they're trying to gain their users back. I don't think it's about number of users necessarily. Instagram has 1.2 billion users. TikTok has 730 million. Snapchat has 520 million. Be Real isn't even on this list, but you know, it's probably somewhere around 100 million if not less. Um so Instagram has pretty much all of those users combined um, for those other apps. So they're not, they're not optimizing for more people. They're optimizing to keep people on the platform because they make Watch money time. serve. Yeah. They make money serving ads. They can serve more ads if you're on the platform more. And they've seen that people are leaving for these other platforms to spend time using their features. So they're porting these features over. I don't think Instagram is dumb. I definitely don't think Mark Zuckerberg is dumb. He, they they definitely tested these features on the Instagram platform before rolling them out widely. And people have responded. People have spent more time watching reels or wa do, using stories, the Snapchat clone, or probably using this Be Real clone called Duel. They, they definitely have tested these with a small cohort of users before widely rolling them out. And people spent more time. 
So maybe they're going to complain. Maybe this isn't the, the nostalgic Instagram they know, but the metrics are showing that it's what's right for the business by keeping people on people are engaging. So it's, it's kind of, it's a rock and a hard place. Like don't, as consumers, we shouldn't act that way if that's not what we want to happen. Yeah. I mean, just my personal experiences, I don't, you know, I watch reels and that's my main consumption on Instagram now, but uh, so my behavior has totally changed. Uh, I don't engage with stories as much. I don't post on my story as much. I do every once in a while, but I just don't like Instagram anymore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, the user experience is just frustrating. I don't know what they do. I don't know what their core, I don't know what their core like uh, experience should be. Um, yeah. If it's reels, then, you know, that, that should be what people see when they open it. You know, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be somebody else's post on your feed because the feed is just no longer who, you know, I haven't, I've never seen anybody I know on my feed anymore. Um, so it is just kind of frustrating. I don't know what the app is anymore. And it's just, that's kind of, um, again, it's frustrating because, you know, there's roles that I think each social media platform plays and Twitter plays, you know, intellectual, um, and then Instagram is more of, it used to be who you see um, every day and your friends mm-hmm. and Snapchat was more of like the spontaneous kind of authentic uh, platform. And, and now Instagram's like cobbled together them all and hasn't done any of them well, other than I think reels are doing pretty well. Pretty well. So I don't know. I'm just not a fan of, TikTok, of uh, Instagram anymore and I never downloaded TikTok. So now I'm just kind of off social media <laughs> completely other than Twitter. Well, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, um, I think that I do think losing the spirit of what the app is, or even if the spirit was changing, not making it clear what that is, um, is an issue long term. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, think about Facebook. What is the spirit of Facebook? I have no idea. And I don't use Facebook. So like, could Instagram take that same path by cobbling together all these features? Potentially. Um, but in the short term, they're getting more time spent. They're getting more revenue. So it's like, it, that's a fine line of a balancing act. And even to this day, Facebook is the biggest social media platform in the world, despite us not using it. So they're making money. Yeah. Where do you keep up with your friends these days? Messaging, really. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, you do see some posts from friends on Instagram, but not most not much i'd say snapchat which is messaging or like instagram messenger um which is the messenger platform that facebook also owns and is making a ton of money on so yeah like the idea of like content a feed of content being just from people you know i think is a thing of the past and tiktok did change that yeah i mean i'm i'm using facebook messenger out of instagram a lot just sending memes to you know my mom, yeah. my sister, and my friends. But like, I have nowhere to keep up with my friends. I don't, I don't know what, like, if some if one of my friends were to post like an update about their life, I'm not sure where I would see that. Yeah. So Ryan said, "Be real" here in the comments, and that's one of these new platforms that that Instagram's copying. It gives you notification. It gives everyone that has the app a notification at the same time, randomly during a day. And you have two minutes to just take a picture. It uses both cameras, your, your face and what's what you're looking at. Uh, and you have to post that within two minutes. If you don't post, you can't see what your friends posted that day. 
So it's literally like a very real experience, but how the hell are they going to monetize that? That's like, that's why this stuff is it's going to be an ad model. Way. Yeah. It's going it's to have to be an ad model or yeah. I don't know. You know, um, funny. I don't know. I'm not being hundred percent serious here, but Slack, Slack should do like a be real feature so that the whole team knows everybody's working where <laughs> they should be. <laughs> Teams would hate that. I, I, could, yeah. I, could, I could hear the pushback. Yeah, people would hate that. <laughs> Send a selfie at your desk randomly yeah. throughout the day. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That'll, it'll be an interesting story to follow. Um, Instagram's walked back some of the aggressive push to Reels, uh, I think, just yesterday. Um, but, I mean, that seems to be a PR move. They're, they're going to follow the money, um, and they're going to use whatever features keep people on the app. So we'll see what happens long term. But let's jump into our next story, which is about Apple earnings. You want to roll through uh, what came out this week, Evan? Yeah, for sure. So Apple earnings are always a big deal. People pay a lot of attention to them. Uh, they had record uh, earnings for this quarter. They had $83 billion of revenue. Uh, so just you know, take a moment think about that. One company in a, making in one $83 quarter. billion dollars in a single quarter. Um, iPhone revenue, iPad revenue, um, iPad revenue was 40 billion, about 41 billion. Uh, iPad was 7 billion. The thing I wanted to point out was their services revenue. So anything that you buy as a subscription from Apple, um, that's their fastest growing business segment. They've made a huge effort to become a service-based industry and they're actually gonna start making their phones a subscription as well. So in the next several years, you won't be buying a phone. You know, you'll be subscribing to a phone and then they'll just keep you kind of already do it with AT&T, um, but Apple's going to make it like the only option. Uh, and so they're moving way more towards services, and that's been growing very steadily. It grew uh, about $3 billion since the last quarter, a little over two. Um, so that's like the big news here is they're becoming like more of a service-based company with their Apple TV, Apple One, Apple News, Apple Music, you know, it's all becoming services that just come with your phone. And then again, your phone is going to become uh, more of a subscription service. But um, yeah, Apple had crazy earnings. A lot of this like revenue growth is partially inflation because they had to raise their prices on a lot of things uh, and their supply chain caused them to rise, raise prices. Um, so, you know, they, they're able to push through COVID. And one of the reasons they're able to push through COVID so well is because they've got such uh, leverage and control over their supply chain more than many other tech companies because their order sizes are bigger than anybody else's. You know, so Samsung and Apple probably have the most control over their supply chain because they're selling the most uh, semiconductors and chips. So uh, that was kind of the news coming out of Apple's earnings. Yeah, they're they're killing it in services. I mean, I think the the most. Uh, known new service that they've released recently is the Apple TV plus probably most people use that they are absolutely killing the media game just because they have the money to just drop on it and just change up the whole industry and they've done the same with news to to a certain extent and they're they're looking at other ones as well health obviously is a big one um and that's that's going to be like you said bigger and bigger for the company but I feel like these are just incremental new business lines for them i mean it, it's a common critique with apple when is the next iphone coming out like what's the next culture changing product that they can release um and i mean that will 
fundamentally change a business if they're able to do that. Yeah. One thing I'm watching just because I'm in the space is how Apple incorporates banking into their entire mm -hmm. company. So they're like launching their own bank, basically. They're becoming, a, they're getting charters. They're building their own fintech uh, infrastructure on the, on the um, technology side. So uh, they're heavily moving into banking. And, you know, we've talked about it on the show before. They're also doing buy now, pay later, just like yep. a firm. And Afterpay, their own version of it, integrated with Apple Pay. Um, so I'm interested to see how big banking can get for them because of how many users, they've got a billion users, uh, have access to instant you know, payments and wallets uh, built into their phone. For sure. That'll be huge. And at the end of the day, all of these services just make their ecosystem stickier. You're much less likely to move over to Android if you're using yeah. Apple banking and Apple health and Apple TV. So it all makes yeah. sense for the business. There's, there's no leaving Apple from no. this point, for sure. Uh, I use their wallet, obviously use their phone. The one thing that they failed miserably at, in my opinion, is Apple Music. Apple Music just doesn't yeah. even compare to Spotify. They missed the streaming war like by years. They had the biggest lead in that space with iTunes and just yeah. blew it. Just yeah. absolutely blew it. Because yeah. they were making too much money. I mean, it's, it's on a smaller scale. It's the same thing I've talked about previously with Kodak and Xerox here in Rochester, New York. Like, they're making too much money on a, a business line. The industry's changing around it, and they're slow to innovate because they're printing money. And they lost the lead. Cool. Well, you want to jump over to Amazon earnings now? Yeah, for sure. So uh, Amazon, I want to compare and contrast Amazon and Apple here. So these are like the one, yeah. two of the biggest earnings of the year, along with Microsoft. And the, the reason that is because the biggest companies in the world. Um, so Apple hit three, $3 trillion market cap, right? Uh, at one point they hit it. Uh, Amazon is floating around, I think, one4 trillion dollars i think they got up close to two at one point um so these are just massive companies and so when you look at their revenue amazon had 121 billion dollars of revenue in one quarter so uh you know it's just unbelievable the scale of these companies amazon web services so aws which if you're ever on the internet you're using aws so it's the hosting billion dollars of revenue and about 5.6 billion dollars of profit just come from that one arm of amazon that's where their highest margins live so one thing i want to compare and contrast here is and amazon had about uh 60 more revenue this quarter than apple but their market cap is close to half of apple and the reason that is because their profit margins just aren't the same as Apple. They're not as profitable. But the thing Jeff Bezos and Amazon have been doing for so long that people complain about in the public is why, is, why doesn't Amazon pay taxes? And the reason Amazon never pays taxes is because they invest in all in growth. And so they don't have any profits to get taxed on necessarily. So the unique thing that Amazon's doing here is they're playing the long game and they just keep reinvesting their profits in business units. And so that's why their revenue is way bigger than, than Apple, but the profit margins are smaller because they're really investing in kind of low margin stuff and really long-term moves. Um, and so their, their, their market cap is going to be smaller because people aren't getting profits. There's not as much 
profitability in the business. So that's just something to pay attention to. And a few of the things that came out of the earnings uh, that I thought were interesting was because of the economy right now, they laid off 100,000 people. That's, a, I mean, just think about that. Like one company laying yeah. off 100,000 people at a time. And that's just a small fraction of their employee base. So they have 1.5 million employees. So, you know, that's, uh, I don't know what percentage of the United States that is. That's, you know, there's 340 million people in the United States. So do that math. You know, they're, they're very large percentage of that. Them and Walmart are the two biggest employees, employers in the nation, I believe. Uh, but they laid off 100,000 people, which is sad to see. Um, and another thing that came out of that is, you know, we had uh, this upcoming episode of Middle Tech on Monday. We interviewed um, Angelo Sicardis, who works for Rivian. Amazon was the biggest backer of Rivian, I believe, at least a, another, another company. Um, and they had to write down a $4 billion loss on that investment um, because the stock, when they went public, has just tanked. And so uh, Amazon's lost $11 billion on that investment alone uh, this year. It's a big deal. But for Amazon, it's not a big deal because they're investing in electric vehicles to update their fleet of delivery vans. So that was just something that was interesting is how much money they're losing on that investment. And uh, again, they can write, they can write that into their losses that comes out off their taxes. So by investing <laughs> in growth, yeah. um, you know, that's something that's unique about the whole tax situation and how they're kind of taking advantage of it. Um, and then the last thing I mentioned is, ad revenue for Amazon grew 18% while Facebook and all the other ad platforms uh, decreased and their, their forward-looking earnings are bad. Uh, Amazon's forward-looking earnings on their ads are pretty good. So it's just something to think about. Amazon is really growing their ad sector of the business and it's doing very well. So if you own the platform where everybody shops and then you start putting ads on there, um, it makes a ton of sense. So uh, those are some updates that came out of that earnings. Yeah, super interesting. I think just the, the biggest thing that stood out to me there um, is in general, when you think about reinvesting profit into growth, uh, you think about startups or younger companies just generally, but Amazon being one of the largest companies in the world is still reinvesting all of that money and just still playing the long-term game 20 plus years later. Um, interesting way of operating that, that has helped them so far. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if the day is going to come when shareholders just say, listen, focus on profitability. I'd be curious to see what the profitability actually looks like if they were to just focus on their core business sectors that are really doing well and their margins are healthy. Uh, that would be really interesting. But AWS is by far yeah. their, their most profitable business unit. Um, but we'll see. As time goes on, they might have other business units yeah. that uh, could be more profitable and they squeeze those profits out.